Please stand.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And you forgave the iniquity of my sin. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserved your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them, and I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you, and in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
be to God on high. this most holy night to shine with the brightness of the true light. Grant that as we have known the mysteries of that light on earth, we may also come to the fullness of his joys in heaven. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the Feast of the Nativity of our Lord, Christmas Eve, is recorded in the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, 
and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is recorded in St. Paul's letter to Titus, chapter 2. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. This is the word of the Lord.
The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. Glory be to thee, O And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, every one to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made who for us men and for our salvation 
came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day, in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloth, lying in a manger. Why would I be afraid of a babe? It is the perfect humility of the Most High and Glorious God to become man. Incarnation. Enfleshment. It is perfect humility that God would make himself to become needy. To stay in a place less than ideal for lodgings. To be wrapped in cloth like a small child. To be placed in an animal's feeding tray. In fact, it seems completely contrary to what the multitude of heavenly hosts were singing. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. This contrast sounds a little bit like the liturgy. In fact, it is the one you just sang. It's a little poetic, too, a little bit like the prophet and poetry of the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah is often called the fifth gospel writer, and correctly so, for Isaiah was given a vision to see the Lord in all his glory, like the holy evangelists, sitting on his throne. The Lord was sitting on his throne with the angels crying to one another, and you've heard this liturgy too. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, the whole earth is full of his glory. The word of the Lord comes to Isaiah and gives him a vision. He gives him a vision in the same way of today's prophecy also. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. To say that Isaiah saw and heard the glory of God is to say that Isaiah saw and heard the very gospel of the Lord, the good tidings of great joy sung by the angels. God comes to fulfill his promises, as you heard from Isaiah, to order his kingdom and establish it with his own justice and righteousness from that time forward, even forever. So you see, the glory of God in the highest is nothing other than the cross of Christ. That humble place where this little babe Jesus is headed, even since his conception. God's glory is the son who was crucified, died, and was buried for Isaiah and for you. God's glory is the son who was resurrected, overcame sin, death, and the grave. God's glory is the Lord of hosts majestic and triumphant in battle over all the devils of hell and victorious over every temptation, suffering, and evil moment. God's glory is what Isaiah saw. And this vision with angels was a little more than just a vision to him. It was a terrifying and intimidating vision. Let's recall 
the scriptural image of angels are not nicely clad women with harps, but warrior, masculine, flaming swords. They carry 12-foot wings with them. They are the escort for the Lord's glory because when they appear, they are there only to do the Lord's work and to speak the word of the Lord. And so Isaiah, in his vision, calls out, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. How can a sinner like Isaiah stand in the presence of God's glory? But Isaiah need not fear. He need not fear the Lord's glorious presence, because immediately after this incident, the Lord touches a burning coal to Isaiah's lips, the burning coal of God's glory. And the angels there proclaim the gospel to him. It's very much like the gospel the angels proclaim to the shepherds. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill to men. Mary and the shepherds are just like Isaiah. They fall short of the glory of God. They are full of fearful uncertainty. They even give in to despair. As Paul says, they could not deny their own ungodliness and worldly lusts in order to live soberly, righteously, godly. And you and I aren't much different either. Moments of desperation end up with us looking at someone else for glory than God, perhaps ourselves, perhaps looking at the things we have done and how great they seem to be, or looking at how pitiful the things we haven't done are which leads to despair. But like Isaiah, Mary, and the shepherds, they daily sin much and surely deserve nothing of God's glorious presence and goodness. They instead receive grace as a Christmas present. And so do you. The judgment that God's glory would crush them with is quenched by the babe's flesh. And instead, the judgment of good tidings, of glad joy, is given as a gift, as a payment, won by this babe. So you need not give yourself over to the things that you have failed to finish and the things that you have failed to do. For this babe who came did finish all the things he came to do and fulfill all the things said of him. Isaiah, Mary, and the shepherds, you and I, we can stand in the presence of God's glory because the gospel is preached to us just like it was preached by the angels. Do not be afraid. For the sake of this babe in the manger, we are not eviscerated by God's glory, but we are edified by it. We are not destroyed by God's righteousness, but we are given God's righteousness. God is not an angry God. He is loving He is gentle, and he is merciful. And so there's no mistaking the validity of the angel's claim who can't come to say the very gospel that God, the Lord himself, gives them to say. For unto us is born this child whose flesh and blood is yours. He is the pinnacle of living righteously, for he gives his own righteousness to you. He is Christ the Lord, born in the city of David, Firstborn of Mary, 
only begotten of the Father from eternity. And he is tied to a very specific time in history. He does, he does as was prophesied, and he outshines the darkness of your despair. And he overcomes your fear by increasing peace on earth. Now this is the gospel that the shepherds heard. And so they say, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. Christ the Lord makes it known to them from the prophets, from the angels, and now the shepherds, and they go and tell. And the Lord passes on those same good tidings through the shepherds. They come to the manger and they see what Isaiah himself saw, and they now cannot help but proclaim to the whole countryside, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. His glory is a throne room of God. That little babe, the glory is what Isaiah saw. Do not be afraid. Glory to God in the highest and peace, goodwill. Peace and goodwill is what Jesus brings himself. And so we've talked about the liturgy a little bit more, but here's one more for you. Every time the Lord's shepherd says to you, the Lord bless you and keep you, you treasure, like Mary, in your heart the good will of the Lord for you. The majestic glory of God looks on you favorably and for his sake gives you undeserved grace. And Jesus covers your sin, preserves you from temptation. That's why you hear the, sh the Lord's shepherd say to you, the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. For the Lord shines in darkness as it did on Moses' veiled face. It is through the Lord's peace that the saving glory of God is delivered to you. And so when the shepherd says to you, the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace, you have again this promise of peace from the humble babe Jesus. The Lord looks upon you and you are given his righteousness. The peace of the Lord be with you. The Lord's benediction is that same blessing. Just as the triune name is given to you in baptism, the threefold benediction is given to you, and you answer with Amen, Amen, Amen. The humility and glory of Bethlehem's babe. Do not be afraid. Christ the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Christ the Lord lift his countenance upon you. Christ the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace.
Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Almighty God, by the incarnation of your eternal Son, you reveal that you are love. Give us true faith in Christ and his promise that by his conception, virgin birth, holy life, sacrificial death, and victorious resurrection, our sins are forgiven and we are yours. Fill us with joy and lead us to proclaim your glad tidings to all people. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Lord God, by his birth in human flesh, your dear son took his place in the family of Mary and Joseph. Bless the families of our church and our country that men and women would live faithfully as husbands and wives, loving and caring for their children and nurturing them in the grace of baptism and all the truth of your word. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, your Son, born in Bethlehem, is the Son of David and the Lord of David, to whom every knee shall bow. Look upon all those whom you have placed in authority in the civil realm, and grant that they would govern in wisdom and justice. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, you love us and sent your Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Strengthen us to love one another, as you have mercy upon all who are poor and troubled. So perfect your love in us, that we would gladly be your instruments of help in time of need. Lord, in your mercy. Holy Lord, in the birth of your Son, you have visited and redeemed your people. Continue to visit those who are suffering great afflictions of the body, David Steinhild, Reverend John Leiter, Bob Piper, Nicola Giordano's grandmother, Sidney Runau, Mary Berenger, Bob Rolthy, Peyton Locklear, Jamelin Martin, Kathy Miller, Heather Peters, Josiah Berenger, Kent Kunkel, Dave Spitzenberger, Ernst and Gita Erbanacek, and Reverend Dwayne Schneider. Let your presence be a comfort to them and give them perseverance until the time you grant healing, relief, deliverance, and peace. Lord, in your mercy. Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who feeds us in body and soul, give true faith in your promises to all who will receive your Son's body and blood this night. Sustain your people in humble repentance and godly living. Lord, in your mercy. We thank you, dear Lord, for the saints who received your blessings of righteousness in Christ and now stand in the most holy place before your throne. Preserve us by your grace in the holiness of Christ, that we too may dwell in your light and life for eternity. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
The Lord be with you. Unto the Lord our God. It is meet and right so to do. It is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For in the mystery of the Word made flesh, you have given us a new revelation of your glory, that seeing you in the person of your Son, we may know and love those things which are not seen. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying... Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me.
The peace of the Lord be with you always.
sing the final three stanzas, six, seven, and eight, of the hymn, Praise God, the Lord, ye sons of men, followed by angels we have heard on high for the candle lighting ceremony.
Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. O God, the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Again, let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, enlighten our hearts that we may ever find joy and comfort in the birth of your dear Son. Make known abroad your loving kindness, give you praise and glory and with peace abiding in our hearts, may patiently endure and overcome all adversity. Through the same, your dear Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Bless we the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.